Hey, thanks for joining us here on The House Podcast. We hope that you are encouraged by this message. If you want to learn more about The House, check out our website at welcometothehouse.com or download The House app. You guys have a seat. Listen, we're trying to figure this thing out. We want to be honoring and and do the things that our uh, governor has asked us to do. Mm -hmm. We believe that as we continue to move on, that, um, you know, we have hope that this Uh whole movement uh, and what we've been through, um, we're believing and we're praying by faith and we're believing that as we move through and Northwest Arkansas moves through, that we're going to be able to get back to to life and and do that quickly. So Mm -hmm. uh, I know that this is a little bit different uh, than we normally do it, but we wanted to uh, do well. And so you may be like a incredible hugger. You've read everything online, and you know exactly where we're at. Um, uh, the only thing is I've tried to study all of this every single day, and I feel like um, everybody is still asking some questions. Uh, and so um, I'm not really trying to get into who, why, mm-hmm. when, and, and all of that. We are not trying to grow a church at this moment. We are trying to love on our community. Right. Okay, so, so that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. And, and that's why we felt the need when the governor said, hey, churches can open. I realize that every church has a different set of circumstances. Right. Uh, if you are a church that has had a senior pastor that is in his 50s or 60s, then the congregation is going to be older and there's a different responsibility. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Right. And so, meaning the majority of it. And so, every church has a different reason for what they're doing. If you're a portable right. church, it takes you 30 or 40 people to even put on church. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, we are not trying to be better than every other church. Mm-hmm. We love every church. Come on, right. listen. Yeah. If revival fail. There wouldn't be enough churches in Northwest Arkansas right. to love and disciple people. So I, I am glad that you're here. But what we're doing today is we needed to see you. Yeah. We need to look in your eyes. We needed to say, hey, come on, you're doing good. We're going to get through this. God hadn't left you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so that's what we're doing. Hopefully by August we will be able to roll. Yeah. We'll get back where we are. We'll be an inviting people. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But right now, uh, we're going to do a good job with where we're at. Come on, does that make sense? Yeah. And so, just um, a couple of tag-ons to the announcements as think, well. Girl. I want to um, clarify that the two nurseries and the nursing mother's room is available for any families with young children or babies during this time. Uh, those three rooms are open for parents to be able to use, um, even though there's no supervision in those rooms, obviously the parents would have to <laughs> be there, but they are available. And then the next thing would be is, as our Mother's Day gift, one of the special things that we did this year, we wanted to make sure it was just not about, not only about us. So for instance, you can take a Mother's Day gift and then take another one and drop it off at a Mother's door that you know. So for instance, I have a neighbor that I want to give one to. And so I am going to take two, one for me and one for someone else. And so that's just going to be a, we love you. 
uh, I love you, the house loves you, just a blessing for someone else. So we have enough for that. So make sure you grab another one for another mom that you have on your heart. And again, listen, we're doing our best to, we have two campuses now, y'all may not have known that. Yeah. We have two campuses. We have this campus and then every home that's watching. Mm -hmm. Come on. We love you. We're glad that you're here. That's right. And um, there is a there is a thousand reasons why people need to watch online. Mm -hmm. And so we are so excited that you have tuned in. Yes. Comment, wave, listen. Thumbs Man, up. I'm glad that you're here. Yeah. And we've got, we're, we're continuing in a series called Stronger. I don't know, yes. has anybody followed along with the Stronger series? Come on. Uh, Learning great, something. Yeah, little, little quiz. You can always go back and catch up if you have time. Listen. They've been I, good. I really do believe that. We've heard so many testimonies about how it was timely. It was a timely word. It was a due season for some people. And we want to kind of just continue walking through this. Mm -hmm. um, I thought me and Katie were going to be just kind of a, a, a one-time deal. But everybody said, hey, sermon, your sermon was finally good. And <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I thought, okay, <laughs> thank you. And so we decided to uh, go ahead and have her back so that, because um, ultimately we want people saved. Uh, and so we're going to just walk through this. We're not going to be long. Right. Yeah, it's a... Abbreviated sermon. It's abbreviated, and we will get back to deep theological studies and exegete and all of that. But right now, this is the point of what mm -hmm. we are trying to do and here. And as we begin, I do want to encourage you. We're going to unpack the story of Ruth. And so Ruth is a book in the Old Testament that's just four chapters long. So I would love it if you, we would both love it if you would go back home and read it today or this week so you can kind of get the full spectrum of the story because it is powerful and it has so much truth. But really some of the things that stand out is Ruth's extraordinary integrity and loyalty, but it's not just hers, it's several other characters in the book that just are astounding. Um, you know, a story of incredible loyalty and a bond between Naomi and Ruth. So Naomi is her mother-in-law and Ruth is her daughter-in-law, and this story unfolds and you're just kind of like in awe as they sacrifice so much for each other. You know, I think when we look at the book of Ruth and what we've been doing in our series is we've been studying personalities we've been studying people of the bible mm -hmm. that came through an adversity stronger than right. when it started mm -hmm. and so when we look at ruth here's the thing time and time again it shows us that we are stronger together that's right we are stronger together your marriage your relationship your family your church mm -hmm. family yeah we have a saying that we say all the time here let me move my chair i want to be able to see everybody um we have a uh, just a saying that we say all the time here, and this, the saying is the house does life. Yes. We believe that having a community, listen, is one of God's great gifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A community, people who check on you, people who love you. Listen, no person can live in total isolation. We mm -hmm. Anybody found that out? Yeah. Like, I need For somebody. Real. You know what I'm saying? Listen. And, and we've all found out that, you know, navigating relationships take work. Mm -hmm. take work and yeah. I don't know about you but uh, has there been a little bit more um, uh, conversations uh, with you and the Lord because the people in your home they are frustrating <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah, or, 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 or like you want to go out and connect and you felt mm -hmm. like 
all I have is online. And you know what I think we found out about online is that it's great to keep up with people, but it's Uh hard to bond. Yeah. It's a great tool. It's been a blessing, but it's just not the same. It's just hard to bond with someone. And so you find yourself leveraging a relationship that you created when you were in person. Mm -hmm. Right. And now you're more checking up on people. And, and so I think that as we talk about this, we want to talk about, and our assignment today is uh, stronger together. Mm-hmm. Stronger together. We are stronger together. What we find mm-hmm. out with Ruth and Naomi is this. Their relationship, yeah. listen to this, was tested, mm-hmm. but it was also redeemed. You are not going to be in any relationships yeah. that are not tested. You are not going to be in any relationships, come on, where there's not some offense. There's right. not some hurt feelings. Every relationship that, needs redemption. Listen. And so as we talk about this, Ruth is a beautiful story of the picture of God's grace. Yeah. It, it, takes, it takes work. Yeah. And it is good news because here's the thing. No matter how hopeless we feel, the Father's heart is to redeem you and that there would be new life right we're going to read that bible verse ruth 1 16 through 18 says but ruth said do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you so she's talking to naomi her mother-in-law for where you go i will go and where you lodge i will lodge your people shall be my people your god my god where you die i'll die And there will I be buried. May the Lord do so to me and more also if anything but death parts from me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said, no more. So what an incredible commitment to make. And oftentimes we hear this in weddings. And it has (laughs) really nothing to do with a man and a woman. Although it's a great commitment to make if you are a man and a woman in marriage. So it's a mother, I mean, a a mother-in-law and a daughter-in-law. And this commitment goes forth to basically say, there's nothing that can separate me from you. And this is during the time that both their lives were severely altered. You think about the fact that Naomi never expected her to move to Moab Moab. for her um, husband Husband to die. and two sons. And both sons. And then Ruth gets married. How exciting is that? It doesn't say she has any children yet. So I would think that she's newly married. And then she loses her husband. Mm. So these are a lot of unexpected circumstances and a lot of change. And one of the things about me is I don't really like change that much. No. Um, I have friends whom love change, but this is not the good kind of change. All right, these are this is sadness and loss, and here she is going to commit to Naomi. But see, here we have Naomi, she's grieving. And here, Ruth is still committed, even though Ruth is, I mean, Naomi's not really given her the high good sale to come. <laughs> Listen, I, I think what we want to unpack, we want to unpack one big thought today uh, as we talk about being stronger together. Here is the one thought that we want to unpack. If you're going to be stronger together, you're going to have to commit to the long haul. Yeah. Lord, you're going to have to commit to the long haul. Listen, listen, I'm talking to families. Yeah. I'm talking to friends. I'm talking to churches and people who get in church. Come on, anybody ever been offended by someone in church? Yeah. Come on, stop. Do not point them out. Listen, listen. We have a throwaway society, mm-hmm. and, and this society is if, come on, listen, lean into this. If, I, if you don't make me happy, you don't, you don't get off mm-hmm. into my feelings. Yeah. Or if I get frustrated, I'm going to delete you from my like, 
life like I do Facebook. Yeah. But what we find out here is this. In the moment of incredible pain, the hardest moment that a mother can feel, not only has she lost, come on, listen, her husband, but she's lost her children, and we see her actually pushing her daughter-in-laws away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When people get hurt, come on, they push. They do. When people get hurt, listen, don't, don't ever take that push too overly sensitive because hurting people push. Right. What we love about Ruth is that she does not take the push and operate in rejection and offense. Come on, somebody, listen. It's true. She stays because she knows there is something I can do to help. Come on, listen, right. I'm talking she to every relationship. She leans into relationships. She leans in. We have a funny story. A couple of years ago, we took our family. Up to Colorado. And uh, Katie and I decided to do this just big outdoor excursion. Mm -hmm. The word, come on, our family word for this trip was adventure. Yeah. Okay? And so it it, it was everything was outside. We were riding horses. We were going down slides. Every day was outside. So right next to the place that we were staying were, were some bikes. And I thought, oh, heck yeah. Because I'm the creative one, okay? She's the safe one, details. I'm the party. Come on, I'm adventure. I came up with the word. And so I I see the bikes. I start rallying all the kids, and I'm like, I got a great idea. Y'all want to go eat? They're like, yeah, because, you know, sex and we love adventures and food. And so I said, let's get on these bikes. Let's uh, bike down to the village. Mm -hmm. We'll go eat. And and, and so the kids are hype. They're excited. And, And Kate. Katie, the voice of reason, is like, do you think we can make it? And I'm like, uh, of course. Come on, a tidal wave of confidence comes from me. Yeah. And I just know it's going to be incredible. So we get going. And about halfway, my kids are like, oh, Dad, this is, are we there yet? <laughs> I didn't know that just one way was 15 mi- over 15 miles. <laughs> so by the time we get there, the kids are crying. I am like singing Eye of the Tiger, rising up. Like, I'm like, we can do this. We get there to eat in the village in uh, Winter Park, Uh and the food is incredible. And I have no idea if it was really. chicken wings ever. I don't know if it was good. We kept on ordering more. But. But we were replenishing. Listen, and, and I know that we this, this right here can fool you. You may think that we are excellent bike riders. They have a saying that says, um, it's like riding a bike. You know what? My mind knew what to do. My muscles were just like, you're stupid. <laughs> like, it wasn't that easy. And so uh, we get done eating, and my wife looks at me and says, I can't make it back. <laughs> and so it, we actually call the company and we're like, so, hey, um, crazy thing. Do you all have a van? <laughs> they were like, no, like, sir. I you. was like, offer them money. Tell them we'll pay them more They're if like, they'll come pick us up. No, sir. You have to bring the bike back where you rented it. And I was like. By a certain time. Mm. Okay. So now we're having to ride faster. The crazy thing about going to eat is that it was kind of downhill going. (laughs) It was totally up. So as we come up, the traffic is intense. We kind of have a moment where we're on the highway. Everybody's crying but me. And I'm like, we can do it! (laughs) Here's the point. Sometimes in relationships, 
you got to ride it out. It's true. <laughs> Come on. Listen, sometimes it takes a little work. Sometimes everybody gets tired of pedaling. It's true. Sometimes you get tired yeah. of dealing with that personality. Come on, anybody it's got so that true. person in their family? It's like, uh, <laughs> do we have to invite them? Do we they have to? Okay, we have to. Listen, but here's the deal. If you want to end up in the right place. Right. You're going to have to take the long haul. It's so true. And a lot of people want to have a great friendship, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to overcome some offense. Yeah. A lot of people, come on, listen, want to have a great family, but when the kids get older, there's so many opinions yeah. that we can't eat together because we spend more time debating than we do eating. Come yeah. on, help me. Yeah. Listen, listen, yeah. we're just talking real talk real quick mm-hmm. because I don't know about you, but I think we, we, family lessons we, true, yeah. are, are, are good and they're, they're, they're right where we're living. Mm-hmm. For us, Ruth signed up for a seven to eight day walk with her mother-in-law from Moab to, to, come on, come on, listen. Some of y'all are like, oh my, that's an angel woman. No, listen, listen. Some, listen, from Moab to Beth, uh, Bethlehem mm-hmm. was a 10 day walk. Seven to 10 days. That's she incredible. made a commitment to go the long haul. Yeah. And the thing is, is the fact that we all have relationships in our life that require that commitment to go the long haul, but it is a choice. Like we often are faced with the opportunity and even the strong feelings to not go the long haul and to quit and to throw away relationships. And so Ruth is definitely teaching us to go the long haul, to get that in our heart. One thing about Ruth that I love is that she was in Naomi's corner. You know, we all need people in our corner that says, you can do it. They're speaking life. They're speaking courage. They're speaking faith. They're speaking God will make a way. And the thing is, is Ruth was taking on this new faith. She wasn't from this faith. She wasn't raised in church. She was a Moab, Moabite. And they worshiped a totally different God that was really evil. And she came into this new heart and this new faith into a good God. And she had this faith that God was going to come through Mm, for them. And she was in Naomi's corner saying we can do this and I think what we have to ask ourselves who is in our corner and then the next question would be in whose corner are we in wow who are we speaking life into that's good that's good come on come on come on that's good hey y'all aren't online anymore y'all can talk to us (laughs) like where's my phone amen (laughs) Come come on like come on help me Listen, if you're online right now, go and give us a wave. Yes. Go on and throw on. That's good. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is those moments where we're encouraging people and we're in someone's corner and they're in ours, we're going to face rejection even in those mm. moments. And here is Naomi pushing Ruth away. Pushing. And Ruth could easily have been like, this woman does not want me to come. And she instead knew what Naomi needed beyond her hurt and her pain. And Ruth was hurting too. It wasn't like Naomi was the only one facing the loss. Ruth is hurting, Naomi's hurting, and Ruth is like, listen, I'm going to be in your corner. Even though you're trying to reject me, mm. I'm going to work through this hurt. And that's what we all need to get in us. Right. We need to that's commit good. to the long haul in the relationships that God has given us. Here's the deal. So how do you overcome rejection when you've been really hurt Yeah. by, by a friend? Uh, someone who said something, you, you entrusted something to someone, yeah. and, and, and they told it, they said it, or, or a mate, or, or a child, 
uh, where where you did your best. You you weren't perfect, but you did your best. Mm-hmm. And, and and secretly there is this longing for for there to be some respect and recognition. Mm-hmm. And so they're wounding. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like the rejection all over again. Sure, you got to forgive. Sure, you got to take a moment where you're like, okay, God, I give that to you. Yeah. But really, here's the thing: the way you overcome rejection is by love. So true. The Bible says the closer we get to God, God fills up our love. Mm-hmm. Listen, you, you're not trying to love people in your flesh. You can't. No. God is love. Come on, does that make sense? Yeah. And so when we are carrying rejection and bitterness, mm-hmm. when we find ourselves wanting to perpetuate drama in our families, yeah. gossip, all of this stuff, when all of that begins to overwhelm, it is an indication, listen, that you that you have been hurt. Yeah, yeah. That That does not need to be diminished. But what you need is love. Yeah. And so our world doesn't understand that. So when they get rejected, they immediately go to revenge. Mm -hmm. I need to treat you the way you treated me. Come on. So that you feel the pain that I felt Mm -hmm. because only then will you understand. No, 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 no. Here's the deal. What that does is it produces a negative cycle in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And so one's good, one's bad. One's bad, one's good. And so now we're both trying, but we're trying at different times. Mm -hmm. And so what it does is it actually hurts, come on, our relationship. And it stops us from the long haul. It's true. Come on. Listen. As we see, as we're unpacking this story, returning to Bethlehem, they had to figure out how to survive. Yeah. They had no food. And so what Ruth does is when she finally gets back to Bethlehem, she begins to glean from the reapers. Mm -hmm. And there was a culture back in that time that when the reapers went through and picked stuff up, anything that fell to the ground was for those in poverty. You couldn't pick it back up. Mm-hmm. And so what would happen is that the, those that were struggling yeah. would go around after the reapers were done and they would pick up grain, they would pick up supplies, mm-hmm. they would pick up what yep. they needed. Naomi and Ruth needed each other and they yeah. didn't even, maybe at that moment they didn't even know it. Maybe Ruth was compelled because she just knew that Naomi was hurting. Yeah. But here's what happened is they began to partner and Ruth had no idea of the customs. And so we read in, in, in this book that Naomi yeah. begins to teach her how to act. She meets Boaz. Here's how mm-hmm. you act when you're in his presence. Here's what you do. Here's what you say. Listen, come on. Can I tell you, young people, look at me. Young people, look at me. If you're under 25, just, just listen real quick. I know you know a lot. I know you got Google, baby. You know what I'm saying? I know that there is no question that you cannot answer when you talk to Siri. But sometimes <laughs> you need some people in your corner telling That's you right. how to act. Stop! Yeah, listen, true. I should have got an amen on that. Come on, listen. Some of y'all scared. You got some Mother's Day. You don't want to. Like in your heart, you're like, oh my God, it's so good. Listen, listen, sometimes, come on. Yeah. You need some help. And some training, and just because people in your life tell you how to win, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they are rejecting you. Right. Okay? Now, for all my Naomi's in the group, <laughs> okay? Listen, we, we could jump to the end of this story, but because Naomi, Naomi is willing to listen to Ruth, right? it brings joy and fulfillment back into her life. Yeah. Come on, listen. There was so much blessing because Naomi and Ruth really learned how to be a team. 
Come on. And learned how to receive from each other and realized each other's value in the situation. Come on, They listen. both needed each other, but they were able to figure out how to work together. Well, read that verse, Romans yes. chapter 2, verse 10, so that you can get context it's for this. It's Ruth 2, 10 Ruth. through 12. What did I say? Romans. Oh. <laughs> we're not in Romans. That's a good one. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so Ruth 2, 10 through 12 says, Then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to him, and this is Ruth talking to Boaz, because Boaz had, like, given her blessing after blessing. She, he had told his workers in his field to leave more for Good. Ruth. Good. And so here Ruth is saying, why have I found favor in your eyes that you should take notice of me since I am a foreigner? Basically, she's saying, hey, listen, I'm not like you and you're still blessing me. Mm. But Boaz answered her, all that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband has been fully told to me. Wow. And how you left your father and mother and your native land and came to a people that you did not know before, the Lord repay you for what you have done. So here her commitment to the long haul Commit. makes her stand out amongst the rest and allows Boaz to recognize her character mm. and say, this woman is different and I'm going to figure out a way to bless her and to get to know her. The cool thing about, I think, this, if you dive into this thought, is that Ruth um, is really embraced by the choices that she made. Mm. Like, like, like it, it's important for us to know people, listen, by their character. Let, let's talk just a little bit about this. Now, uh, I love my wife, and my wife is great, and she is committed to me for the long haul. I'm so grateful. But, but, but I don't know if I would have kicked the bucket if my wife and my mom, <laughs> come on, somebody, would have been like, let's do life together. <laughs> listen, listen. Um, uh, a seven to ten day journey, just leaving it all. You know, when my mom went through uh, chemo and radiation, she went through cancer, and we were there a lot. Um, uh, our depth grew because it wasn't my mom, it was our mom. You know, I think a lot of times when problems happen, people want to say, well, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> no, you signed up for a whole lot more. Yeah. <laughs> you just didn't know it at that moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you were looking at all this. <laughs> <laughs> but God was saying, I got all this. Come on, somebody. And I think it's important that how you come through an adversity, if you will stick it out and commit to the long haul. Yeah. Obviously, every situation has variances. Mm-hmm. But we are talking about overall. Yeah, we're not talking important. about uh, outright abuse or, um, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, boundaries that need to be set. All that is healthy. We're talking about growing and letting sandpaper do something good. Right. And letting sandpaper make us smoother and making that iron sharpen iron and make us better. And that the bottom line is relationships does that. That's right. That's right. Boaz marveled at how Ruth was treating Naomi. Mm -hmm. Would it be awesome if the world saw how we treated our relationships and marveled? Yeah. Come on, listen, listen. Do people marvel at how you treat your wife? 
do people marvel at how you treat your friendships? Yeah. Like there's a level of authenticity between your friendships that people don't get mad, hang up on each other, and not talk for seven days. Yeah. But there's a level of realness and rawness yeah. and authenticity that happens in our family. Mm-hmm. Like like we're not like every time we get together, it's not World War whatever. Come on, mm-hmm. somebody. Right. Like 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 we're working on this, and people marvel. Listen, when you commit to the long haul, listen to this. Honor is present. Mm-hmm. Honor is present. And we are honoring. Come on, some moms today. Yes, happy Come on, Mother's moms. Day. Listen. Listen. Your mom, listen, I don't know where you're at. I don't know what your relationship looks mm-hmm. like, but you need to call your mom yes. today. You need to put a Facebook. You need to call. You need to honor her because here's the deal honor is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Right. It's spiritual. Yeah. And so you're not honoring the fact that they did everything perfect. Mm-hmm. You're honoring the fact that God created life and order, and yeah. you're here right now. Right. We are honoring moms. Moms are long-haul people. They're long-haul committed. And the truth yeah. is there are things that we won't figure out that they did until it's years true. and years and years. That's so true. Maybe even past the, their death. We want to honor mm-hmm. moms. Listen, Ruth is someone in your corner that you want because we're stronger. Come on, together. Together, yeah. And you know what? I think that um, I'm grateful for that honor that Stephen teaches my kids how to honor. But the thing is, is the fact that what I've realized is sometimes it's a fight to honor. And right. even in my myself, there are people in my life that I have to fight to honor and fight to get to that perspective and see the sacrifices they've made and the commitment they've made. I have to get past some of the dirt or some of the perspective I have to be able to see the things that God is wanting me to be grateful for, to honor, to recognize, to value. Mm. And that is on me, not the other person. That's right. And so I think that that is super important as we walk into relationship is to take ownership for our part to honor. And so one of the things that I want to bring out today is the fact that, you know, this week, we have, you know, watched the news and seen the story of uh, the heartbreaking story of Ahmad Arbery. And it has just been really uh, sobering as we have learned the details of the story. But really, we don't know all the details of the story. It is a very uh, frustrating and, you know, demoralizing story for our country. And But one of the things that I do want to bring out about this story, and I think Ruth does this so well, is that it is important as a church and as a Christian to lead the narrative against the evil of racism. And so the bottom line is, is we have to see the Father's heart. One thing that Jesus did all the time was like, you say this, you say this, but here's the Father's heart. Come on. You say this, you say this, this is the Father's heart. And so here we have Ruth, whom is a foreigner. She has made it clear that she is not like the other people around. She's different. Most likely she had a different skin color, you know, when we look in history. Uh, She had different customs. She grew up in a different neighborhood. She was in a different uh, socioeconomic class. She was poor in that moment. And the bottom line is, is this book shows us that character matters. It matters. Character matters more than our skin color, more than the neighborhood you grew up in, more than what people say about you or what they think about you. You know, I think that what this shows us, and we, we all have this, so let's just talk about this. Um, we are not arguing the facts of this case. We are talking about something much deeper and different. Right. 
okay? Uh, we may find out that there was a lot of things about this case that we don't know. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is this. What this story that we're reading indicates and what that story is this. Assumptions always hinder love. That's right. Assumptions will hinder love. Come on, That's listen. Right. Everyone should be treated with value. That's right. We are equally all redeemable. Come That's on, does right. that make sense? Yes. You, we all should know that our actions are more important than the color of our skin or the culture that we came from. And we come have on. to see that a God story can come through someone who looks different than us and whom is different. God's story, God's plan, mm. all of that. What the differences that are between us have nothing to do with what God is doing through us, and that's what we see and respect and listen and receive from. I don't know if you heard that. Listen to this. Listen to this. The God story can come through someone that's not like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. That's just all we need to remember about this. Ruth chapter 4, verse 11. We're going to end up right here. Uh, Nathan, if you go ahead and come up. Um, all the people who were in the gates, R Ruth 4.11, not Romans. When all the people who were at the gate and the elders said to Bo Boaz. So basically he comes, he finds out he is the kinsman redeemer. There was one other. He asked him. The guy said no. And so now he's coming in and he is actually going to take the land from Naomi. And he's going to take Ruth as his wife. And they say, we want to bless you. We want to bless you. We want to bless you like Rachel. We want to bless you like Leah. And so here's the thing. Ruth shows us that in order to move on and meet the Redeemer, you're going to, be have, to, you're going to have to be willing to leave some things. Mm -hmm. can, I, can I just yeah. say this? Listen, listen, listen. In our relationship, in our life, staying committed through the long haul means you've got to make a decision. Yeah. You got to make a decision. You can't live in Moab and Be and Bethlehem at the same time. Right. Like you're gonna have to make a decision if you want great friendships, if you want a great relationship. Come on, yeah. somebody. If you want a family that at Christmas people actually want to come. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Then that means there are responsibilities that we all have to learn, yeah. and we're gonna have to go on the long haul. Yeah. That means we don't get to say everything that we think. Uh oh. That doesn't mean that we. Come on, listen. That doesn't mean that we choose every moment yeah. to. Be a dividing moment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes yeah. the relationship is higher yeah. than the point we want to make. That's right. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Listen, it takes community. It takes commitment to do relationship. It is so easy to want to start the journey and not want to finish it. It's true. Listen, marriage is a long-haul commitment. That's right. Real friendship is a long-haul long commitment. Mm -hmm. Family is a long-haul commitment. Yeah. Your church family is a long-haul commitment. It's a long-haul commitment. Your relationship with Jesus yeah. is a long-haul commitment. And all of these relationships, look at me, make you stronger. Online, right. they make you stronger. Yeah. Listen. Are you going to stay in Moab? Or are you going to move to Bethlehem? See, see, let's talk about this. In Bethlehem is a place of healing. In Bethlehem is where new life is found. In Bethlehem right. is where you can build a home. Come on, somebody help me. This is better than y'all are listening. Come on. The road to Bethlehem is longer and it is harder, but it is worth it. That's right. Yeah. 
selfish people don't go to Bethlehem. That's right. No, I'm going to just stay right here in Moab because it's easier. Well, all I'm telling you is a new life is in Bethlehem. That's right. And that's what the, the beginning of the story starts in death and loss, but ends in new life. So here, Ruth and Boaz get married and have a son, Obed, whom is listed in the ancestry of Jesus. And then we see in the Gospels that Ruth, one of the very few women whom is listed in the ancestry of Jesus. So just think about the fact that if Ruth had not decided to go with Naomi, how different the world would be. You think about because of Ruth's loyalty and Naomi's guidance to come, Ruth come on. and Boaz's willingness to redeem Ruth, that totally changes their lives. the most important story that we've ever heard. My life has been changed. Mm. Your life has been changed. The world can be changed because of Jesus. And Ruth, Naomi, and Boaz all had a part to play because they're stronger together. Here is the takeaway. You can't do it alone with your education. That's right. You're going to need a Boaz, baby. Listen, you're going to need a Ruth. You're going to need a Naomi. You're going to need, come on, listen to what I'm saying. You're going to need that life group leader. You're going to need that friend. You're going to need people in your life. Because here's the deal. You can't get there all by yourself. That's right. The kingdom of God is not a throwaway culture. It's true. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how you've blown it. I don't know what you did last week or two weeks ago. And let me just say this. You may have gotten into a terrible argument and you said things that you should have never said. But all I can tell you is that there is a Redeemer. Yes. Come on, somebody like Boaz who has the authority yes. to save. It's Jesus. Come on. It's the yes. Son of God. Jesus yes. has the authority. Help me yes. to save. He has paid our debt of sin and sacrifice. And I can tell you this, it's not over for you. That's right. So we're going to take a minute and we're going to pray. Right where you're at. Come on. Y'all making me stand up. Listen. The Lord has given you all relationships. And I know you would have picked that mom or that dad. I know you would have picked different. But here's the deal. God gave you. Look at me. And I know this is hard because you have to have a biblical world to get this. Even through incredible hardship. God can turn all of that around. That's right. And put you where you never thought you would be. Yes. I was adopted from a foster home. My parents got divorced. I had learning disabilities. I was not on anybody's radar at school for the most likely to succeed. I was on the radar for most likely to be incarcerated. I don't know where you're at, but I know where you can go. Yeah. And I can know Moab won't get you there. That's right. Come on, hear what I'm saying. So we're going to pray. Come on, right now. If you have a relationship you're with, I want you to just kind of love on them a little bit. If you're here and you're by yourself, then I want you to begin to think of your family right now. Come on, I want you to think about your family. I want you to think about the people who love you, the people you love. And we're going to pray. Father, right now, 
our friendships, our family. Come on online. Our marriages, our church community. God, we know that it's easy to push people away. We know that many times it is the pain that causes that. Even if it is laced in good intentions. Help us today to realize that new life is waiting. That Bethlehem is before us. God, that good things can happen if we will commit to the long haul. Today, I I just believe that someone may be watching online. Someone may be here in person. And you're, you're lost. You're struggling. And like Ruth, you're now ready to make the long haul. But here's the deal. You need a redeemer. And if that's you, come on, I'm talking to you online. If that's you, would you pray with me? Just right in your house, right where you're watching, right here in this auditorium. If that's you, I want you to repeat this after me. Come on, listen, listen, just between you and God. Lord Jesus, thank you for wanting me. For choosing to redeem my past and give me new life. Today, like Ruth, I lay at your feet. You are the only one that can save me. I give you my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, church. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on, right where you're at. Come on, it's a new day. It's a new day. Say that with me. It's a new day. It's a new day. We're coming out. Come on, listen. We're coming out stronger. We're coming out stronger. And we love you. Yes. We love you. Y'all, thanks for joining us today because we really are stronger together. We need you. We need each other. And we can do that. Y'all, everybody say with me before we leave. Commit to the long haul. Commit to the long haul. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear how this message impacted you. Feel free to let us know on the Contact Us tab of the house website. We hope you have a great week.